0: I confess to being unable to abstain from an attempt to narrate the great Marconi mystery, though it would tax the pen of a Conan Doyle, assisted by the brain of a Sherlock Holmes, to do anything approaching justice to it. L.J. Maxey There is no great mystery about the Marconi case. It is not like the Tichborne or the Dilka cases, where any solution that explains one set of facts is unthinkable in relation to another and where the fascination is in the secretive past which may never now disclose itself. On the contrary, it is fairly easy to discover how one event led to another, and even to determine the motives behind them. Yet if there is no mystery, nor is there any agreement, the Marconi scandal was so deeply felt by those it concerned, that it crops up again and again in biographies of the period, always without conclusion. In 1936, 23 years after the close of the case, G.K. Chesterton wrote, It is the fashion to divide recent history into pre-war and post-war conditions. I believe it is almost as essential to divide them into the pre-Marconi and post-Marconi days. It was during the agitations upon that affair that the ordinary English citizen lost his invincible ignorance, or, in ordinary language, his innocence. I think it probable that centuries will pass before it is seen clearly and in its right perspective, and that then it will be seen as one of the turning points in the whole history of England and the world. Six years later, the second Lord Reading wrote in his biography of his father, Rufus Isaacs, Nobody reading the story today can believe that there was ever the most shadowy foundation for the allegations which were so glibly made. So great a mountain of controversy was erected during these few months that it is difficult now to see the original molehill, which was the basis of it all. The Marconi case is not likely ever to be seen as a turning point in history, but it was not founded on a molehill. It has escaped the attention of serious historians because it had no consequence, yet it repays a careful curiosity. The past may be illumined in various ways. And, if the story of this old scandal adds no line to the form of history, it contributes unexpectedly to the colour and texture. For eighteen months, in the years 1912 and 1913, the Marconi case excited the public violently, while it ravaged the spirits and endangered the careers of men without whom the world might indeed have been different. Nevertheless, because of the title, which has always stuck to it, I cannot say too soon that the one person whose reputation was never assailed or lowered was Signor Marconi himself. Nor must anything in this story of fifty years ago be taken as reflecting on the reputation of the great company that bears his honourable name today. It is difficult to present the facts with clarity and justice because of the mass of material among which one is forced to discriminate. My task has not been further complicated, however, by any personal bias— because my affections have not become engaged on either side. The case was prosecuted viciously and without humility or charity, while the niggardly defense was unredeemed by any act above self-interest. As I followed this strange story through newspaper files and parliamentary and law reports, my interest continually increased. I could never quite relinquish the thing, because it grew upon me that there was, after all, a small mystery." The Mystery of Human Behavior.